keep breathing in and out. Wait to see what the morning brings. This is what kept us alive all those months we were forced to live a secret life, to deny our family, our heritage, and our God. So many miracles kept us alive, so many moments when fate intervened in our favor. Even then we could not believe how we managed to go on living. I don't care how many books you have read or how many movies you have seen. If you were not there, you cannot imagine what it was like. Every day of life was a miracle. My sister is long gone now. God rest her soul, like all the others. I am the only one left who lived through it, the only one who knows how much we endured and the strength it took to survive. And now, after all those American years of working so hard to forget, only now, at the end of my life, I am trying once again to remember it all. I go back to the journal I wrote so many years ago. Write it all down, Stephen would say as he cradled me in his arms late at night. Remembering will help you to forget. I was still a young woman then, not even forty-five, and so to erase the dreams I began to remember a little bit every day. I recorded everything I could recall from that time in Hungary, from before the madness began. Stephen bought me a small tape recording machine, and I spoke into it. During the sixties and seventies, my days were filled taking care of my children, my husband, our home, and Stephen's medical practice. I had little time to record my thoughts, but at night, when all I had were my thoughts, I spent hours recording on that tiny machine. One tape after another, night after night, my story spooled out before me. I had tried to write it down in English, this strange language so unlike Hungarian or Yiddish that Stephen and I worked hard to master. We studied English the whole time we were living in the displaced persons camp. We thought that if we learned the language, we'd have a better chance at coming to the United States and starting life again as Americans. Oh, how we dreamed of America! But writing in English was challenging. It is such a difficult language, full of quirks and nuances, and once I got the machine, I could speak more easily in my own language. Then, one day, after dozens of tapes, I was done talking. I had told my story. I was finished with it. I wanted to burn the tapes along with the memories, but Stephen said, No, the memories are who we are. This is our past, our legacy to those who come after us, and the children will need it when they are older. The world must never forget 
what happened. Stephen found a translator who wrote down my words and typed them out in proper English. He put the pages into a hardcover binder. I remembered the look and feel of those pale, almost translucent onion skin pages. I held them and wept. The pages were all uniform and looked so, I don't know, official is the only word that comes to mind. Yes, all this really happened, and I survived to tell the story. So, I did not burn the pages. I did what my husband wanted. I always did what he wanted because I loved him, because he was usually right about such things, and because I was raised to believe that in a marriage...